Godzillion Dollar Ideas! Godzillion Dollar Ideas! This is Godzillion Dollar Ideas, the show where we take a randomly selected prompt and invent a new invention, product, or idea that will revolutionise the world. And make godzillions of dollars. I'm Kyle. And I am Nathan. And Nathan, we need a prompt. So you know what that means. Yes, I do. It's time to spin (laughs) that hat. And today's prompt is a comic book superhero. Oh, it's like you looked inside my heart and picked out a topic. Um, (laughs) Because I don't know if um, our listeners will be aware of this, but me, big nerd. You are a big nerd. You love your superheroes. I do. So I've got a fair bit of knowledge. Well, obviously, there are so many. There's more superheroes than I could possibly, like, name. And I don't know all of them but I know a lot of them. So our prompt is to invent a new superhero. A new superhero, yeah. New superhero Um, comic. Yeah, and obviously we want this to outshine all of the others, so it needs to be amazing. Okay, so let's quickly run through the standard of superheroes so we can break the mould and make make something better than any of those peasants could ever dream of. There's someone either is born with or gains amazing abilities or trains to be the best person at fighting or whatever yeah yeah because they don't necessarily have to have superpowers they know but they have to be more skilled than anyone else yes at some whether that's you know kung fu archery juggling who knows yeah um and then something has to happen to inspire them to fight crime usually that means a person they love is murdered or well actually that's it usually a person they love is murdered yeah a person they love is murdered and they dedicate themselves to being the good guy and saving everyone else yeah so those are kind of the broad um subjects how can we elaborate on that i mean i was just thinking a minute ago when we were talking about like if it's a superhero without power they would it's that they would need to be the best at a certain thing in the world what are like superheroes like come like they've done like superheroes who are really good at archery they've done superheroes who are obviously really good at kung fu and are acrobatics what's kind of a thing that exists in the real world a real world skill that could be exaggerated to comic book lengths yeah something that hasn't quite been done yet or yeah. not been done in as much depth as our characters would be. Someone who is such a good dancer. Oh, I like could... that. A good dancer. Um... Like he was, that was his normal life. He was just an amazing dancer and then something happens. Now, do we want him to just be the world's greatest dancer just naturally and then something happens to inspire him to fight crime? Or do we want him to be a dancer that then is given like magical dancing abilities or science magic you know comic book science yeah i th- i think i think we should give them superpowers this is a we want this to be big and popular and yes. everyone's going to love it Ev- like everyone ev- every kind of person is going to love this so okay. we we're going to give so a dancer he's a, superpowers he's a dancer or she's a dancer we haven't yeah. really decided on her gender let's, let's think about it before you, we think you, about gender. do you get many child superheroes yeah i mean you've got robin you've got um spider-man was 15 that, that counts as a, as a child and no, um, I'm, I'm i'm thinking like eight year old 
Robin was eight. Was he eight? Like, okay. Batman took in an eight-year-old, put him in a tight costume and had him fight crime. He was not a good parent. Um, not even slightly. <laughs> terrible <no>. guardian. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, that was kind of the the thing. In in the in the in the forties and fifties, there were a lot of kid superheroes. It's okay. kind of died out. We could bring that back, but we're trying to be unique and different. Um, Has anyone gone the other way, like geriatric really, superhero? Really old man. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah, <gasps> it could be an old man who was once the world's greatest dancer, oh. but now he's too old, and then something happens to physically change him to make him a great dancer again, but also that inspires him to fight crime with his dancing abilities. Yes. Now, if he's old, he's used to death. So that might not be the trigger for us, for this guy. No. And we want to be, we want to be different. Yeah. Um, first of all, what kind of dancer do we want him to be? Um, do you want to be a tap dancer, a ballroom dancer, um, mariachi style, tango? Mm. I mean, tango, he would need someone else, wouldn't he? What's a he solo would, dance? Tap dancing works quite well as solo. He could um, be a tap dancer, yeah. He could be very good at the robot. He could, oh yeah. But he just very slowly takes out his enemies. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't want to slow dance. We need something no, fast, not be. be fast and energetic, yes. Yeah. Um, like a doobop bop, yeah. whatever that kind of dance is called. When I chose the dancing um, as a theme, I did limit myself because I know very little about dancing. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're going with a subject that neither of us have any um okay any skill in. We'll we'll narrow down the exact kind of dancer later. But he was once one of the world's greatest dancers, and then he grew old. He won awards for it. He won medals for it. Exactly. Uh, but now he's 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 got arthritis and um his his knees. He's just too old. What happens to physically make him back into a dancer? What to, to, that gives him the superpowers? Yeah, and it would be like super dancing abilities. Yeah, would... I'm thinking it would be a thing where he's he remains a geriatric old man, but then he can transform into like the world's greatest dancer again. But he, t- he turns back and forth. It's like Bruce Banner and the Hulk type thing. Yeah, do you think it's like uh, if he was a tap dancer, it's like a magic pair of tap shoes that he gets given? maybe that transform him like every time he puts them on uh he transform or like it's a costume like a um yes it's the costume it's the sparkly v-neck costume you know the strictly come dancing spandex it's it's imbued with like fairy magic or something and every time he puts it on is that the origin is that the origin we're coming up with he 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 gets his powers through fairies no 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 definitely not no fairies does not fit in with superheroes i don't think It needs to be Ooh. like alien technology or... The government was experimenting with with genetically engineered dancers and they created this dancing outfit um, for the world's greatest dancing assassin. We've just invented the Jackie Chan film, The Tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> if you had not mentioned that movie, we could have <laughs> pretended that was an original idea. <laughs> we could have got away with it. Um, okay, so not the government created the 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 spandex spandau ballet. How do outfit. how do people get their superpowers usually? Like um, I know that you could get radiation or an accident. You're struck by lightning. You usually it's radio radiation. I mean, there is the magic route where you find a magic a magic or like cosmic sciencey object. You know, you find something that was buried long ago. It needs to be something. The old man can stumble across somehow in his normal life. He's 
gone to visit like you know his his wife at a grave or something and next to the grave is the secret government experimental lab or something <laughs> maybe maybe it's that he um no the, the secret experimental lab is under a graveyard buried deep underground it could be. I was thinking that he goes to like there's a guy who always outshone him and he was amazing at uh, doing all these dance moves. He goes. Th- that's the guy who dies. He get, maybe he gets killed off by like these muggers or something. Um, he goes to his funeral and all that's left is his uh, famous dance suit. And yes. that was what gave the guy. Oh, and it's a legacy. Of, it's a legacy story now. Yes. His old friend was actually. And he finds, oh, when he finds out it's actually some kind of like something that goes back centuries, you know, the the the, the dancer destined to protect humanity. Well, yeah, all the greatest dancers wore this outfit. Yeah, Freddie Astaire, other dancers' names inserted here. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't name you any famous dancers, I'm afraid. That way, Freddie Astaire was all I could come up with off the top of my head. But yeah, yeah, so this outfit was worn by all the world's greatest dancers and it's been passed down from dancer to dancer and there's some kind of no he wasn't the, the dancing friend wasn't killed by muggers there's some kind of government conspiracy or secret evil organization conspiracy to kill all dancers in the world now who is the natural enemy of dancers nathan that's what we need to ask ourselves living statues of course living statues it makes perfect sense they they literally do the opposite of dancing. They want yeah. everyone to stand still. Yeah, they only move when you're not looking. And they, they hide in plain sight. Yes, perfect. So they're having their big meeting and you've got the bad guy in the room, standing in the corner, watching everything going on. And they don't going even realise it. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. There was a living statue next to a graveyard. That's where the funeral happened. <laughs> No, it's just it looks like one of the big uh, angels that they have in the graveyard, but it's a living statue. Yes, exactly. That's like their leader. They could establish that these living there's ordinary living statues, but then there's the comic book villain evil statues who could disguise themselves as any kind of a statue. They they put on they put on wings, they paint themselves gray and they look like a or they they put on a gargoyle costume and they paint themselves gray. Nathan, the main villain could be called the Stone Angel. Yes. Nice name for a uh, supervillain. What's our what, what's our guy called? We haven't even came up come up with the we idea. Have not the name come up for with our. A name. Ooh, okay. I'm I'm blanking right now. I'm only thinking the dancer. Uh, so should, they... should he have a normal name when he's out of costume, and then when he's in his costume, oh, yeah, he has definitely. like yeah. He's he's a normal person. He had a normal name. Okay, but let's let's think about the hero name first because an ordinary okay. name is easy to come up with. Alan what? Jones. Alan Jones. Yes. Okay. Alan Jones is his normal name. Well, um, no, they they tend to have um, like double letters, don't they? Like A A P P, like Peter Parker yeah. and all that. What do you want it to be then? Um, Alan Aubrey. Alan Aubrey. That doesn't really work, does it? It's mm... Al- Alan Appleby. Appleby. Fantastic. Okay. Or, or is there any A word that's kind of a pun on dancing? Ooh. <laughs> we really painted ourselves into a corner here. Mm. Tony Tap. Tony Tap. <laughs> um, ooh, actually, yes. 
he could be he's got his tony and then his second name isn't tap it just begins with a t but yeah. uh, everyone calls him two-step tony that was his nickname yeah um so tony thomas something yeah. ordinary something boring but everyone refers to him as two-step old two-step tony he's back in the game now what's his superhero identity his dancing identity the dancer the mover shaking steven moonlight mover I mean, that implies that he only moves in the moonlight. Maybe that's when the suit works. It only works by moonlight. During the day, it doesn't do anything. It would limit him and make his job a lot harder. limit him, yes. Um, I think we've already limited him by making him an old man. <laughs> yeah. Because that's, that, that implies that the fact that the powers in the suit comes up with the old-fashioned like problems of, oh, he can't get to his suit in time. Can he change into his suit when this tragedy occurs? It does Ooh, take old people the, a lot longer to get changed. He has to face the villain without the suit. There's lots of drama that can be mined there. Classic yeah. superhero drama that can be mined there. So let's not add more limitations to this poor old man. Um, yeah. But no, uh, uh, hero identity. The twist. The twist. Like that's the name of like a special dance move that he invented. Let's or twist um, I can't think of anything. I'm really stuck on this one. The, jazz, the jazz hand geriatric. You say his last name's Thomas. Tony Thomas. Yeah. Tango Thomas. But why would his superhero identity have his own surname in it? Yeah, you're not you're supposed to keep that under wraps, aren't you? Um, I mean we could decide that he doesn't want to have a secret identity, but if it's every if someone out there is killing all the dancers off, we kind of want him to be hidden. Yeah, he needs to hide in plain sight. Exactly. Like he's he's an old dancer that this assassins guild that are killing off dancers they've forgotten about him. Um, he's able to just live in the old person's home and they don't even realise. So Two Step Tony is his nickname. Mm. Well, maybe maybe his hero identity could be Two Step Two Step Tango Two Step Two Tan- Step Twist Tango Tornado the Two Step Tornado yeah uh, yeah. Uh, that works because he he does a two-step dance and then spins around uh, that's a signature move and like it kicks everyone away so yeah so he's got a superpower as well yes he's he's a bit like taz (laughs) he no i mean he has supernatural dancing abilities he can dance his way out of any fight and um yeah exactly okay so yeah we've got a superhero his enemy is the um what was it the living statue called the The stone Stone angel Angel. yeah i'm thinking his enemy should just be called like maybe maybe stone angel was one of the villains of this organization hunting down and killing dancers but the main boss of the organization is a man just simply called the statue and, and you he's don't even so good. It. He's so good. He's so good at standing still that he's been standing still for decades. Yeah. Or you see him like he's been in almost every shot of the comic and you don't realize. He's in yeah, he's in every single issue before like it's even revealed that he's the bad guy. You're in a supermarket, you see one of those mannequins like wearing the uh, clothes in the supermarket. That's exactly. him. He's mannequin, grey gargoyles on top of a church, uh, yeah. a Oh, I mean, this is kind of sacrilegious, but a giant Jesus crossed. He's the Jesus on the cross. Yes. He he can just play anything. He's that good. Yes. And yeah, he's in every issue until the big reveal. He's standing in front of a billboard and he somehow makes himself look two dimensional. <laughs> he's just selling houses. Exactly. Wow. He's just he's able to blend in to anything. 
Yeah, that's his like scary character. It is, but like I said, like um, maybe the the Stone Angel is like one of the henchmen, like the super powered villain that the dancer fights. But the statue is the schemer, the one behind everything that he doesn't actually interact with until like issue fifty or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like we've laid so many seeds throughout the first forty nine issues that when it happens, you're like, of course, it all makes sense. Yes. Oh, but the statue, he needs a secret identity and maybe his secret identity somehow relates to Two-Step Tony's real life as well. Yeah, maybe maybe he owns the care home. Yes, yes. He's the kindly um, care home owner that pops in every now and then and Tony has a nice long chat with. Oh, and then Tony and the villain can have this weird friendship that when they both find out each other's identities adds a real wrinkle to things. Yeah. Along with so all like, the other wrinkles, because they're both old men. Oh, so the, the statue is an old man as well. Yeah, slightly younger than Two-Step Tony, because otherwise he'd be at home himself, but he's yeah. still elderly. Yeah. Like, we want Two-Step Tony to be geriatric. He's like 85, whereas um, the statue is 69. Brilliant number, Nathan. <laughs> I didn't the even classic that. number. <laughs> that was uh, not why. Of course not. And and then the statue is seventy one. Okay, so yeah, we've got a comic. We've got a fifty issue at least comic. Yes, we've got the hero. We've got his origin issue where his friend dies. He finds out his friend was this, you know, dancer. He finds out about this dancing mythology that goes back hundreds of years. And he finds out that there's an organization out there trying to kill all the dancers. And that's what sets him off on his hero's journey. Yeah. Uh, mixed in with him and the statue sharing cups of tea and cupcakes in the care home exactly and when you find out that the statue was actually uh what's the name of the um care home owner what's the oh, name of the statue the statue's real name and mm. oh it needs to be something that kind of connects to statues and being still steve stillman yes there steve you go. We've got ourselves um, a comic, Nathan. We have. We have got ourselves a comic that is guaranteed to make us godzillions of dollars. This has been Godzillion Dollar Ideas. I've been Kyle. And I've been Nathan. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs>